0: Hey everyone, this is Brian. I'm a, the uh, 80s wrestling fan on Twitter, and you're listening to Legendary Wrestling Figures, Episode 3. Uh, this time I want to talk a little bit about a uh, a thumb wrestler. Uh, it's the Iron Sheik. I don't know if any of you guys had thumb wrestlers or not, but uh, with the Iron Sheik's recent passing and a movie that's about to come out, I thought this one might be a little fun. Um, I loved how, uh, uh, the bendies and the thumb wrestlers both kind of matched up with the full size eight inch LJN line. And, uh, Iron Sheik is, is one of those characters that I, I had him for all three of those series. Um, I love the commercial that they ran with the thumb wrestlers on TV where, uh, where she came out and the kids were on the steps of the school playing with thumb wrestlers and you get she coming out and okay, kids back to class telling everybody to get back to class and, and stop playing with thumb wrestlers. But uh, uh the reason I, I thought this would be a cool one uh, to bring up is um the new Indiana Jones movie is scheduled to come out on June 30th. And for me, that is a, a huge, exciting deal. Um, when I was a kid, uh, my mom got tickets for, I believe it was just me and her, uh, to go see Indiana Jones, and I was either just about to turn seven, or I had just turned seven. It was the summer of uh, uh, 1981, if I remember right, and... Um, and my dad thought that uh, a movie about an archaeologist couldn't be uh, couldn't be worth going to. He, he thought it would be boring or something. I don't know what he was thinking. But it, my mom and I went to the theater, and my little brother was a little young, so he stayed home. And I got to sit and watch uh, who I knew as Han Solo uh, in the role of a whole new character that looked amazing and just the opening segment to that movie blew me away um and of course the end scared me a little bit and so this this thumb wrestler the reason that it kind of reminds me of that if you've ever seen indiana jones you know the the scene oh it's probably three-fifths of the way through it if i remember right where indy is uh trying to rescue marion from the uh The plane where she gets herself trapped inside the uh the cockpit of the plane and the whole time he's trying to that indy's trying to rescue her he ends up getting in a fight with a massive um bald nazi that looks both like gung-ho from the g.i. joe line and a little bit like the iron sheik and uh and so that's that's the uh, the cross reference here is that that bald Nazi and the Iron Cheek both are bald, both had a, a, a heck of a zoom it physique, and they both had the mustache. Um, but again, love the thumb wrestlers, and uh, and loved Indiana Jones even more. So uh, it, it, there's one actor out there that. Uh, uh, was my hero growing up and all these years, it was Harrison Ford, um, Han Solo in star Wars was always the character I gravitated, gravitated towards. I was a, a Han Solo fan more than a, a Luke Skywalker fan. Um, growing up uh, watching, uh, uh, it was right around the same time. Um, the 49ers got good and being Northern California, my dad being a big 49er fan, uh, that's who I was also a fan of, and it was uh, a few months after Raiders of the Lost Ark that their their championship season started, and and they won their first Super Bowl in in '82. So if you're a 49er fan, that was great times. If you're a Cowboys fan, it was painful. But uh, but I was like a I was a Dwight Clark fan, uh, whereas my best friend was a, uh, a Joe Montana fan. I love Joe. I think Joe's. Uh, the quarterback I would want, um, if I, everything was on the line out of everyone out in, in history, um, I'd take him over Brady, of course. But, uh, uh, other than that, um, it, it's kind of the same in wrestling. My, my best friend, Eric, uh, who, he and I started watching wrestling at the same time. We started being Indiana Jones fans, Star Wars fans, um, Everything uh, kind of lined up with my buddy Eric, who I still talk to now and reconnected with about ten years ago. Um, uh, he he liked Hulk Hogan. I liked Roddy Piper. Uh, I think he was more of a Skywalker guy. At least I'll claim it here, and he can tell me otherwise later. I was I was a Han Solo guy. Uh, but we were both big Indiana Jones fans. He, he wanted, both of us wanted, you know, some point or another. And I remember, especially him wanted to be an archeologist when he grew up, because this was, this was what looked like it was more exciting than anything was, uh, the lifestyle that Indiana Jones lived. Um, Temple of Doom came out uh, a few years later. Um, and that, that was fun. Um, it was uh, it was it was such an '80s movie, over the top, um, and of course, uh, Kate Capshaw, Steven Spielberg's uh, would-be wife, uh, played alongside Indy. Um, that one's uh, probably my least. I don't know. Basically, it's an up and down series of movies. The the first one and the third one are neck and neck for two of my favorite movies of all time. The second one. Uh, it's, it's just a different kind of movie. It's still a lot of fun, but to me, the, uh, the first and the third are really where it's at. And that fourth one, um, that one, uh, it was fun too. And I, and I watched it again recently. I actually watched all four of them, uh, recently with my girlfriend. We, I wanted to see him before we go see Indiana Jones and the dial of destiny coming out June 30th. And, uh, the fourth one's better than I remembered it when I watched it originally. The the last half of it, uh, last third of it, goes a little off the rails. kind of Kind of like the second one to me. But uh, but the cool story is about um, the first one. Like I say, my mom and I going to see it was that was just a mind blowing experience for me as a kid, and a little scary at the end is the the Nazi you know, that has his face melt off and the others that their faces are melting off and heads exploding. Uh, that's pretty traumatic stuff for a seven-year-old. I've got a seven-year-old and a, a niece that turns seven on June 30th and, a, and another niece that's uh, four. And I can't imagine taking either one of them to go see something as scary as uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. But uh, us Gen Xers back then, um, no big deal. Uh, life-changing Uh, theatrical event. Um, the, the, the special thing about, um, the third movie, uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, uh, is about my mom. Like my mom wanted and did her best to give, uh, my brother and I everything we could ever want. And so, um, one of those things is, uh, back in 1989, uh, when, there was a little AM radio station in our town and they ran a contest uh, to try and win tickets to go see Indiana Jones and the last crusade. And so this contest um, basically you had to call in the radio station, but it was only for, for two tickets. And so uh, they probably gave, I think they only gave out, they probably gave out eight tickets, like four pairs of tickets that day. And maybe I'm wrong, and they only gave out two pairs of tickets. There was only four. But my mom uh, got on the phone and and called back and back and back and was the right caller and won a pair of tickets to go see the preview, which came out um, something like three to seven days before Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade came out. So... Uh, I was, uh, that was 1989. So I would have been uh, 14, almost going on 15, but I would have been 14 at the time, just about 15. And so she won a pair of tickets. And so later in that same afternoon, because uh, who the heck would go? Would she choose me again? Would my my dad get to go that time? Would my brother get to go? Would it be a flip a coin situation? My mom gets on the phone. She wins a second pair of Last Crusade tickets. So my mom gets four of the tickets they're giving away in our small town to go see an advanced preview or advanced um, showing, I should say, of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So all four of us get to go uh, and watch this movie before it hits the general public. And uh, storyline-wise, my God, how, could is it, how does it get any better than having Sean Connery be Harrison Ford's dad uh, in that movie? And, and they both are just... It, that one, it, it almost beats out Raiders for me as far as just being the most well-put-together, best uh, story of the bunch. It's got the best humor. It's got... Um, like I say you can't beat Sean Connery. The funny thing is Sean Connery's only like twelve years older. you know I think it's just under twelve. He's about twelve years older than Harrison Ford. So him playing his dad, uh, even though in real life you look at him, um, twelve years couldn't be. But when it worked on film and it and it was perfect. And I love that you find out that Indy's real name is you know is Junior, and that uh, they named the dog Indiana. You know it's just. It, it I couldn't be a bigger Indiana Jones fan, uh, hats off to Matt Cardona for, uh, number one, being a big LJN fan, hopefully, uh, someday I get to talk to, to that guy, but also for being the indie God, what a great idea. I'm jealous as hell about, uh, somebody picking out the indie God and using the Indiana Jones, uh, persona in his wrestling, uh, gimmick, um, the ride at Disneyland, the Indiana Jones ride. That's, uh, that was such a huge deal getting to go see that way back in the day and seeing it again. It, and we, like I said, we went to Disneyland a lot of times growing up, but it'd been a lot of years since we'd been there. And this, uh, this past year, my girlfriend and I went there after we hadn't been to Disneyland in 19 years. And you still get all the feels from riding the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland. And, and it's, it's very similar to the opening scenes of, uh, of Raiders of the Lost Ark, as you guys know, if you've been on the ride, um, but anyway, um, Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade. Like I say, that was that was an amazing thing, and we got um, they gave away some cool merchandise uh, when we went to see that. Also, they gave uh, we each got a button-up shirt of Indiana Jones, and uh, it was something like a fanny pack that we each got as well. Um, there was two or three giveaways, and I don't know why I'm not remembering those better, but uh, I'll see if I can dig up a picture of the shirt and post that along with a picture of uh, Iron Chic, so you guys can see both of those things, uh, at least on my Twitter feed. Again, on, on Twitter, I'm an 80s wrestling fan, and uh, you can find that at uh, the at 80 underscore wrestling. Um, so... Uh, just to uh, reiterate, uh, today uh, we're we're getting close. Uh, who knows when you'll listen to this, but this is uh, recorded ten days before uh, the new Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny movie comes out, and I couldn't be more excited uh, to see what'll obviously be the the last appearance of uh, Harrison Ford in the role of Indiana Jones. Um, and I know he'll never listen to something like this, but, but God, if there was a guy I could say thank you to, uh, as far as being a lifelong hero and two of, you know, the two, I, I shouldn't just say two of my most, uh, uh, two of my favorite cinematic heroes, but, uh, the two heroes in cinematic uh, history that, uh, are top of the list for me, Han Solo and Indiana Jones. I would say, uh, thank you, Harrison Ford, if every chance to, to, to talk to that guy. And, uh, and I've always had like this, uh, I don't know it. I feel like for 15 or 20 years, I've had this Mount Rushmore of, of if I could pick four guys that I could sit down and, uh, and have a meal with, uh, Harrison Ford is one of them you got, uh, and I'll, I'll list them off. I got Harrison Ford, Bob Dylan, Stephen King. And, uh, I think I'd throw Steve Young in there. Uh, just as big a 49er fan as I am. So, um, I'll try and wrap this up. Uh, episode three, just, uh, had to say something about, uh, Harrison Ford and wanted to mention the iron Sheik, thumb wrestler in there. Um, I'm still on the hunt for, uh, the last two thumb wrestlers that i don't have so if anybody's uh familiar with the thumb wrestlers line you know there's uh iron Sheik, nikolai volkoff junkyard dog roddy piper randy savage hulk hogan ricky steamboat big john Studd, hillbilly jim and paul Orndorf. and those are the guys that i already have paul Orndorf is the last one i picked up which i i picked him up somewhat recently um Ricky Steamboat I picked up a few years ago. Same with Randy Savage. The others we had as kids growing up. The two that I don't know if I'll ever get are uh, King Kong Bundy and Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, Those guys go for big bucks when you're trying to acquire them. And I I just haven't been able to justify it yet. But maybe someday I'll get Jake Roberts and King Kong Bundy to go along with the rest of my LJN thummy thumb wrestlers lineup, um, iron chic, thumb wrestler, Indiana Jones, uh, along with that, uh, just, a, a quick shout out to my best friend, Eric, haven't mentioned him in the first two podcasts, but, uh, what a cool dude. And so thankful that he reached out to me back in 2013, uh, when my mom passed away and that we've been, uh, great buddies again, ever since he moved away, uh, in 86, 87, he was on the process. His family was moving away and we'd been friends since, uh, kindergarten. This was happening in the sixth grade. So we stayed in touch for a few years, but that was my, uh, wrestling best friend and my best friend in life. And, uh, and when I took a break in wrestling and, uh, it kind of just stopped Watching wrestling around 93, 94, uh, Eric kept watching it and saw the whole Attitude Era. So he's got a little different fandom than I do. Um, I didn't really start watching it again until right around the time I started talking to him again in 2013, 2014. So thanks to Eric for uh, being my buddy that helped get me into wrestling as a kid and being my buddy that helped get me back into wrestling uh, about 10 years ago. So... Hope everybody's having a great, uh, great time of it out there. Uh, thanks so much to anybody that's uh, given me 15, 20 minutes to listen to these. Uh, hopefully somebody else is enjoying them as much as I am. Uh, thanks so much uh, for Episode 3 of Legendary Wrestling Figures. Take care.